Good morning, everyone. Happy Easter, and welcome to the morning show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. <laughs> uh, Holy Thursday today, and I think uh, people are busy this week uh, making plans for Easter. Are you already? I just realized it was Easter at the beginning of the week because I've been so busy doing busy. other things, mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people have, have been in the same same boat. So uh, yeah, I'm making my Easter plans today and looking forward to uh, whatever those may be. Uh, a lot of people uh, going out. Big day for dining out, brunch and dinner. Yeah, we heard uh, the size of some of the reservations at our uh, some of our local restaurants. And you're right, families are uh, getting together and going out to Easter brunch. Queens is hosting the annual community-wide Easter dinner. They weren't able to do it the last two years, and they welcome everyone. Uh, while it's at Queens, it's a huge group of uh, people and organizations that do this. All they ask is that you make a reservation. It's free. It's uh, one sit-down time at 2 p.m. on Easter Day. And the number to call if you'd like uh, reservations is 517-563-8275. And if you need transportation, they'll also uh, pick you up and take you home. How nice is that? It's awesome. It's awesome. Thanks, yeah. to, uh, thanks to those involved with that and uh, helping feed the community. The Clearies. Awesome. Yeah, they started it years ago. That's very cool. The state and county are releasing COVID numbers on a weekly basis now, as uh, we all hope the pandemic is winding down. But uh, numbers released yesterday by the state show a 60% increase in new cases driven by the uh, new variant. And in the county, 72 new cases in the last week. But the health department tells us that number is uh, quite uh, underreported because most of the testing is being done at home by uh, you, yourself, and uh, it's not being reported. Hospitalizations, though, um, are still down. 496 people statewide are uh, hospitalized. The uh, airlines uh, will be requiring masks for uh, at least a couple more weeks. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> so, it, you know, now, now the, uh, the arguments will begin back up, you know. Mm -hmm. Why can I attend a indoor concert with 30,000 people, but I, you know, I can't ride on a plane without a mask on? It's probably, you know, it's a, it's a fair question. Mm -hmm. It really is a fair question. But it seems to be going okay. Um, but I, I, I tell you, last time you and I were in the airport, which was a few weeks ago, I told you there will be no more masks next time we fly. And it looks like right now I'm wrong. Um, but I do think it's something that's going to be uh, going away soon. The airlines are lobbying for the mask mandate to go away. Uh, Delta's CEO, Ed Chastain, yesterday said, uh, we believe the uh, pandemic is now just a, uh, a seasonal fluke kind of thing. And they've uh, dropped the $200 uh, surcharge that they've levied employees who were not vaccinated. So also... Uh, I'd like them to bring back meals on the plane as well. <laughs> Here's something that American Airlines is doing. American Airlines is um, transporting passengers on an unusual connecting flight using a bus instead of a plane, but they're not telling you they're putting you on a bus. You book a flight between, <laughs> uh, say, Philadelphia and Allentown. They call it a flight. Uh, you get on the bus at a gate on the airport, and they've painted the buses to look like uh, American Airlines planes. 
Tickets are being sold exclusively by the airline. Bags are transferred between buses like uh, airplanes. Uh, travelers clear security at the airport and they actually get on the bus at the airplane gate. <laughs> Your flight. I can see myself uh, <laughs> being routed on one of those flights, no doubt. Well, some of these flights are ridiculously short, you know, 75 miles. Um, it seems like kind of crazy that we're, you know, people are flying between, uh, well, sh short distances. I think, you know, we've got people who fly between Grand Rapids and Detroit. Well, if you have the, um, you know, if you're doing it for business and you have the points and it's, and you can fly for free, why wouldn't you? I, I would, know. right? Wouldn't mm -hmm. you? So. I wonder if they're uh, wheeling the giant. Um. Um, that's the first thing I pictured is where <laughs> is the crate of snacks. Um, the wed wedding industry is projecting 2.6 million weddings this year, which will uh, be up from before the pandemic, 2019, 2.2 million weddings. And I'm in a wedding this year. I haven't been in a wedding in a long time. The cost of being in a wedding is very expensive. For just a guest? For the grooms. Oh, for, uh, yeah. yeah. Like if you're in a wedding, it's a lot different than uh, when I was in my 20s and, you know, your friend picked out tuxes you would go rent for 135 bucks <laughs> and then you'd go. Now you got to buy your own tux, you got to buy your own shirt, shoes, everything. Mm. Um, you got to fly to South Carolina and play golf at uh, a PGA Tour course. It's, uh, it's completely out of hand. Mm. So. Yeah, well, you know, so many things are changing in terms of clothes, you know, clothes, the tuxedos. Uh, people are not dressing up anymore. And in fact, uh, Winslow's dry cleaners closing. Really? Their last day is Friday. You know, it is, it, you know, as the clothing and clothing material changes so much, you know, you've noticed you don't need to use a dry cleaner as much for your maybe shirts, you know, just suits and, and formal wear. Um, but. You're right, the, uh, a lot of uh, wedding parties have gone to a more casual look. Now the one I am in uh, Memorial Day weekend is, uh, that's black tie. Mm -hmm. So it will not be casual, so. Uh, do you have a tuxedo ready for that? You know, I have one, yeah. Just Perfect, yeah. Perfect. The um, last dry cleaners in Hillsdale County closed. Really? You can't get anything dry cleaned in Hillsdale County. Really? It's not really a tuxedo town. <laughs> it's not a suit, you know, the whole, the whole business culture changed over the pandemic too. So mm -hmm. people that you saw wearing a suit and tie every day may not wear a suit and tie ever again That's unless they attend a wedding or a funeral. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's been a lot of changes in the uh, workforce. Uh, one of my favorite restaurants, McDonald's, and I know it's one of yours as, as well. Uh, what's your plan B when you burn dinner? McDonald's. McDonald's. Well, McDonald's um, is now coming out with the McDelivery detector. It's a smoke alarm oh, that yeah. places an order to the closest McDonald's restaurant when it senses that the owner's food has been reduced to charcoal. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you burn, you burn dinner, the McDelivery detector goes off in the kitchen and it summons the bat signal to the local McDonald's and dinner arrives as the smoke clears. Everyone's got a, uh, the dinner didn't turn out <laughs> restaurant. What's yours, Brandon? Uh, I do like Culver's. Culver's, yeah, Culver's. that's a big one in our yeah. family. Yeah. And uh, my daughter loves the shrimp dinner at Culver's. I know, I can't believe it. McDonald's, I'm burning it. 
Uh, this is not available in the United States yet. It's just in Sweden. So coming soon, hopefully. Yeah. Good, good. Hey, it is uh, Child Abuse and Neglect Prevention Month, and uh, join us to, uh, to help. We are collecting items. We're collecting cleaning supplies, personal hygiene products, new blankets, socks, underwear of all sizes, diapers, wipes, baby shampoo, sleep sacks, and pack and plays. We're, uh, we have a donation box in the JTV lobby, and we'll have that through the month of April. So help us support Child Abuse and Neglect Prevention Month this month on JTV. And again, we have a uh, donation box in our lobby, so feel free to drop by some uh, donations. Mm -hmm. uh, there are going to be some fundraisers for Ukraine coming up in the next um, few weeks. There's um, some dinners planned. Watch um, Experience Jackson and Today in the J for details on that. Yesterday, President Biden announced that $800 million in aid is going to Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And the images we're seeing daily, I can't, you think they can't get any worse, and, and they do. Yeah, it's I'm wondering if like, we look at a year from now and we'll still be sending military weapons uh, and humanitarian aid in a year. And um, I think we will, because I don't see any end in sight, at least from our side of the pond. Well, hopefully um, Putin will be arrested for all these uh, war crimes and genocide. And well, I don't know if they're going to, where they, you know, is he going to be out going to get his mail or something and well, they're going to arrest him? You can't get to him. Well, he, he was out talking to people the other no, day. No, those are green screens. <laughs> Someone's got to find him and get him. I, I don't, I don't think it's possible. Mm. No, I don't think it's uh, possible to get him. So maybe start with his family. I think he's got uh, two daughters. So uh, maybe find them first. That might that might help mm -hmm. if you're asking me. Hey, some useless trivia. You know, as I continue to uh, go to malls, I see stores that are just you not there anymore. You go to the malls? Oh, I love malls. Yeah. You ever <laughs> been to one? So I thought I'd give you a little bit of uh, trivia, and you're not going to get this right. What's the oldest retailer in the United States? Uh, the oldest retailer, uh, Macy's. No. Brooks Brothers, 1818. Oh. How about the oldest chain store? Uh, retail chain no, store? No, just chain. Chain? Uh, Kroger's. Really? Yeah. Huh. 1883 when Barney Kroger used $372 to open up a Kroger in Cincinnati. Barney Kroger. And the other day you and I were talking about businesses that had started like, I don't know, say 30 years ago that hadn't gotten any better. And look at like all of these <laughs> businesses, you know, that continue to thrive. And how about some of these 200-year-old businesses? Amazing, Brooks Brothers. Mm -hmm. How about that? They actually went. Uh, they, they, they've been bankrupt. It doesn't matter. Times. They're still open. They are. You Have can you? still go to a Brooks Brothers. It doesn't <laughs> matter. They're still open. Every retailer went bankrupt during the pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're all back. Yeah. How many Kmart's are left? <sighs> wow, I don't know if I want to. Gas. Three. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, and you know, Kmart was the style of store and that was the first style of like that type of store and now every big box store kind of carries the same item. So um, it wasn't really that big of a surprise that uh, Kmart had struggled in that space. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a wind advisory in effect for uh, all of our area until 8 p.m. today. Uh, we could see winds as strong as 60 miles an hour as uh, temperatures drop. Right now, it's just 37. Yesterday, it was 69. Mm. Beautiful day. So uh, be aware. Hold on to your hat as uh, you're outside today.
it's going to be a big track meet at Napoleon. Now, being a track athlete, the winds, 40 mile an hour winds, that's going to have quite yeah, an effect. Yeah, winds are a problem. You would like the wind behind you if, uh, if you're running. But uh, really, just the cold and rain is number one. If you don't have cold and rain, you can deal with the wind. But uh, yeah, you could see some fast times if uh, the wind's behind you, you know. Don't they allow for that? Isn't there a formula? There is a formula, wind-aided time, and mm -hmm. uh, it's different at every site, so. Uh, Elon Musk uh, wants to buy uh, Twitter. I saw that, like, what is he doing? What would he do? Do you know what I think he would do? I think he would buy Twitter and then uh, immediately make so many changes that you wouldn't even recognize Twitter. But uh, what do you think he's gonna do? Because if, you know, if, he, if the board doesn't entertain him and he just gets rid of his 9.2%, uh, Twitter could have an issue. Well, it's uh, a hostile takeover and he's going to attract uh, current um, stockholders with uh, big premiums. So he'll likely succeed. He's um, probably going to make it a subscription model, so it won't be free anymore because, yeah. as we all know, Elon Musk needs more money. So I think, it'll, I think it's the beginning of the end of Twitter, actually. He, really? Well, if he buys it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. He has uh, proven that uh, somehow he can get it done, so we'll see. I think he turns the company private. So mm -hmm. we'll see. Hey. As uh, we're thinking spring, I want to talk about Wilcox Lawn and Landscaping. They're helping us bring you today's show, and they provide complete design, installation, and maintenance of decks, retaining walls, patios, gazebos, and water gardens for Jackson and the surrounding areas. They do a lot of uh, great work at lake homes and businesses as well. They do uh, boulders, wood walls, decks, gazebos, paver walks, patios, retaining walls, landscape design, and uh, they are currently helping my helping me get my lawn back to uh, presentable. <laughs> we can't have guests over for a couple months because of the way I've treated my lawn. So thank you uh, to Wilcox for uh, coming out and fixing it for me. I think it's your dogs. No, it's not my dogs. It's just my lack of green thumb. Today is your mom's birthday, and uh, how nice you brought her a nice bouquet this morning. I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah, I did. I brought her, uh, you should have seen uh, us navigating those flowers in the car on the way to school and then on the way here, but we got it done. Yes, it's my mom's birthday. Happy birthday, Mom. Beautiful bouquet. Where'd you get it? Brown floral. Oh, yeah. Mm. They're busy. They are open today, and uh, they've got unbelievable greenhouse just filled with uh, beauty. So if you're looking for something for uh, Easter. Yeah, Easter and um, Brandon Mother's Day, we asked, Mother's Day is uh, May 8th. So mm. it's coming up, just so you know. Uh, hey, let's get to some scores. Uh, we, had, uh, we had a few scores last night for Extreme Dodge, our scoreboard sponsor. Check out uh, Extreme Dodge and their new oil change building. Let's start with softball. Hanover Horton, they beat Vandercook Lake 15 to nothing and 17 to two last night. That's our only softball score. In uh, girls soccer, Columbia Central edged Ida one nothing and Quincy beat Jay Christian three to nothing. We had some golf, boys golf. Jackson High, they won their tri-meet by one stroke. Jackson 169, Bedford 170. Congratulations to the Vikings at 
and at Western track and field, uh, Western won that meet with uh, 89 points over Grass Lake and Hanover Horton and in the girls side. Western uh, dominated that meet as well uh, with 117 points to Hanover's 38 and GL's 22. Tennis, Jackson High, this was Tuesday, they beat Ypsilanti Lincoln eight to nothing. It's about and 300 people on the Western track team. Yeah, well that's how you have a good track team. Uh, let's get to on deck. What's on deck tonight? We've got uh, some baseball. We've got some softball. And then a, uh, are you going to this track meet? No. Oh, okay. Well, there's a nice, uh, it's a huge, huge track meet. Huge track meet. I think 16 teams. You're going to have Jeff Steers. You're going to have Noah Baker. And uh, you're going to have a, a lot of athletes competing. So it should be a good time. So if you want to see some uh, high-level track and field, put on your windbreaker and go out to Napoleon. And that's on deck. Today's show being brought to you by Vermeulen's. Vermeulen's Home Furnishings at 2105 West Michigan Avenue, just west of the Westwood Mall. Now in their third generation as a family-owned and operated business, they take pride in helping people furnish their homes with comfortable brand-name furniture at affordable prices. Thanks to Vermeulen's. Who's on the show today? Today we have Michael Calderon from Da Vinci Schools, and we'll, join, we'll have Michael join us right after this break. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. Our show today is brought to you by the Center for Family Health and April is National Minority Health Month, an important time to recognize the gaps in health care people of color contend with in our communities. Minority groups experience inequalities in our health care system, which creates a disproportionate burden of preve preventable disease, death, and disability when compared to non minorities. The Center for Family Health works hard to ensure equal access to care for all our patients. Visit centerforfamilyhealth.org today to learn how the center works to provide equal care for all. The Center for Family Health has been opening the door to health care for all in Jackson County for more than three decades. Here now on the morning show from Da Vinci Schools, Student Wellness Advisor Michael Calderon. Morning, morning, morning guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. How's, uh, how's the school year going? It's going well. Um, love my job, love my school, uh, a lot of positives. We're finishing, today is the last day of state testing. Okay. So our middle school and high school students are doing the PSAT and the SAT. So Ugh. it's it, exactly <laughs> a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. But what about you guys? Did you guys do the ACT, SAT? Just ACT. Just ACT. Yeah, how about you? Just ACT? Yeah. ACT? Took yeah. two or three tries, but. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't those yeah. going away? What's that? Uh, I, no, I don't no. think so. I think they're no. going to stick around. <laughs> but Student uh, wellness advisor, what does that uh, mean? Uh, a little bit of jack of all trades. Um, there to support the students and also the staff members. Um, we've got a lot of you know, situations that happen inside the school and just there to support the kids as, you know, however we can. We've got a lot of your students that are still online. Is that a result of the pandemic? 
Yeah, you know, we try to get the kid the resources as much as possible. Um, we have a strong virtual program at Da Vinci, um, but it's been kind of staggered. Some kids, you know, they're doing half days in person, half days virtual, but uh, we try to get them as in person as much as possible. How are the uh, how are the kids doing at your school? What are some of the uh, the stressors that they're dealing with that you're having to help them out with? Yeah, a, a lot of avoidance, anxiety, depression. Mm -hmm. For a lot of our students, we're just trying to get them back into school, getting yeah. comfortable, you know, back into the routine and rhythm of, hey, um, we've got a schedule, we've got a routine. Um, you know, that's some of the big stuff that we're focused on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, had a long history of working with kids yeah. uh, in athletics, youth sports, at the Y. You're also a coach, tennis coach, a tennis player yourself. That's right. So you've been, um, I think, pretty pretty involved in the community's uh, health of the, the kids. Yeah. When you look at this pandemic um, and the impact, the lasting impact, what, what do you take from it? Yeah, I think it goes back to that anxiety and just being around people um, everything just got thrown out the door and like those social skills you know like this is my support system <laughs> and when that's thrown out the door and a lot of the kids they've been you know left to be in a room playing video games isolated all by themselves um, you know so sports getting into school you know getting back to those positive things yeah you remember watching uh, Michael play tennis? Oh my gosh, how could I forget? <laughs> Michael is, uh, I was trying to think if you, I was trying to, you're one of the top athletes in the history of, of this town and I was trying to think of a top number and I, d I didn't want to insult you. So we'll go top 25 all time. Do you like that? I, I love it, as okay. long as I'm in the mix. You're and, in the mix. And it like the top 10, we gotta have like, they can play all three sports. There you go. There we go. And then give him a tennis racket. There you go. But uh, <laughs> just an unbelievable talent, as, as you remember. Well, I do. And, you know, I think one of your secrets to your success is your nutrition. I remember watching you at a tennis match. You had a, a jar of marshmallow fluff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get that blood sugar back up if it drops. You got you to have something on guard. Yeah, there was always something about your, uh, your eating habits, but yep. uh, it seemed to work. <laughs> yeah, kind of there was a method behind the madness. You brought some, uh, some pictures along. Uh, let's take a, take a look at uh, what's going on here. Oh yeah, that's, so that's from our learning intensive. So at the end of the school year, we have a three week intensive period where kids can get credit um, and they created those on their own, those pillowcases. It's cool. Love the smiles. Very creative. <clears throat> yep, and then we did cooking um, and that was at the end, we did like a little get together and the kids, they partaked and they also created as well. Yeah, cool. <laughs> oh wow, so mockery is the highest form of flattery. <laughs> so I went to Halloween and I was like, I'm not even gonna dress up. And yeah. then a student, um, his name is Olive, um, dressed up and yeah, represented. He killed that. Yeah. What is all that you have on <laughs> that you wear every day? So that's a fanny pack. You know, you got to have band-aids and, you know, yeah. gum. And then I got my walkie. And I have the wristband because, you know, you treat it like a tennis match. That's right. Every school day is, you know, an event. I so get ready to rock and roll. Yeah. Very cool. But you have to have fun and, and, and kids need to see uh, adults having fun and, Absolutely. and being positive. Absolutely. Um, so this is in honor of Kara. Um, she was a paraprofessional at our primary school, so we've got a vending machine uh, for books. So <laughs> very cool, very special. Never you know. seen anything like that. Yep, there's Sandy. Uh, I would not be at Da Vinci if it wasn't for her. She, um, we have volunteers that go over there and read to the kids, and yeah, you give a kid a book and you never know what can happen. Michael, what uh, you know, you've 
you've been around. You've yeah. been at some different schools. You've coached at uh, quite a few different schools. What do you like about uh, what do you like about Da Vinci in the field there? There's well smaller classroom sizes, and there's just more support, and that comes from the top bottom. Like everyone um, is there to like support each other. Very right. family oriented. Um, yeah. So this is our career center. Career Center is just an amazing resource. There's AM and PM, and um, the kids got to go out and tour the school, and you know, there's like 20 programs out there. It's, it's phenomenal. It is, yeah. yeah. We um, went to the Holocaust Museum uh, last week. Have you guys been there? No. Uh, it's in Farmington Hills, and um, yeah, I mean, it's just it, it's very powerful. Field very, trips are back. Absolutely. Oh, there we go. There's a couple kids winning right there. There's Mr. Shane, our teacher on the right, and there's Xavier. He won, uh, we did a gaming tournament down in the cafeteria and nice. he took the title. He just barely, barely uh, won just by a little bit. That's cool. Yep. You're in the um, Baker College uh, campus. I think it's been three years now that Correct. you've been there. How's yep. that? Does it give you a lot more space and yeah. facilities? Yeah, and, there, and there's room for improvement as well. They have a couple uh, different sites there. And so um, it's Baker's home, but we're, you know, we're there for right now. But I think we've, we've got some room to grow as well. So. You're also a coach of a high school tennis team, uh, your alma mater. That's Lumen right, Christie. Jackson Lumen Christie. How's your, how's your team doing this season? We're, we're looking pretty solid. Um, we've got a lot of juniors on the team. Singles is going to be very strong. Doubles is going to be rock solid. But yeah, Jackson area tennis for girls this spring is going to be very good. Columbia, Northwest is up, Western, Jackson High. Yeah. Yep. You guys won 8 nothing last night, right? Or who was that? I, I thought... I maybe think it was Jackson, Jackson High. Yeah, yep. maybe it was. Yeah, yeah we're Jackson going won. to yeah, I'm we're sorry. going to Jackson High on Saturday. Oh, that's yep, be there's going to be an invitation. Oh yeah, definitely. It's going to be a little cold, but yep. who are some of your favorite uh, coaches in the area to compete against? Yeah, Suba, Brad Wilcox. Yeah, and then Lisa Carroll at Northwest, and then Dana Daniel. She's at Columbia Central. Just yeah, we played against them on Tuesday, and she's just a class act. That's awesome. You know, all these coaches that really are uh, the the big names of our community's tennis history. Absolutely, absolutely rich history, and it's just keeping that ball moving. You know, kind of like you give a kid a tennis racket, you never know what can happen. Yeah, yeah. might get a scholarship out of it. You never know. <laughs> I think Dana won the Sidmore more than anyone else. She's won it more than. Two and a half times more than I've won it. <laughs> wow. wow, that's amazing. What uh, if if anyone is you know interested in Da Vinci and maybe thinking about uh, taking a tour? What's the best way to do that? Yeah, call up to the front desk and we can set up an interview and um, yeah, we can show you the school, get you set up, and cool. Yeah, get the ball rolling. So, all ready for Easter? All ready for Easter. Family time. Probably gonna have a ham dinner. Yeah, take it easy. Nice. Yeah, maybe play a little tennis. Maybe a little marshmallow fluff. Maybe a little marshmallow fluff. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming in. And Absolutely. Yeah, to everyone, everyone at Da Vinci and you, happy Easter. Back at you. Thanks for having me. Happy birthday, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Calderon is the student wellness advisor at Da Vinci Schools. We'll uh, keep the topic on uh, health and wellness. Um, Melissa Burgett joins us coming up next. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together.
Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. If you're looking for a new job or a career opportunity, the MDOC has a hiring event and it's happening Saturday, April 16th, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. at uh, location T100 Training Building and that's 3500 North Elm Road, Jackson, Michigan. They're hiring corrections officers. And uh, I believe out of the last one, 10 were hired on the spot. So uh, if you are uh, looking to switch up your career, check out Corrections this Saturday. We're glad to welcome back to the morning show from Orthopedic Rehab Specialist Community Outreach Coordinator, Melissa Burgett. Welcome to the show. Good morning, guys. Good morning. I have to say that I missed you. I started to think you didn't like me anymore because we thought for a long period of time I was here so often that <laughs> <laughs> we actually thought you didn't like us anymore. Oh so. well, we'll clear up that miscommunication. All right, right so so we're back and yes. we're partnering again. Yes, we are very. Oh, I so excited about this year. Just the amount of interest and um, you know excitement that there is in the community about outdoor events, community yes. events, running events, just health and wellness events has been amazing. I can't even tell you how many people have reached out with, I'm so excited about this race series. We've really elevated the race series. There's so much fun around it, but then also wondering about how they can get involved in the mm -hmm. community to increase uh, opportunities. Mm -hmm. So it's been a really, really fun adventure so far. I was at uh, quite a few last year, really mm -hmm. just mostly hanging out, watching, maybe lifting a finger or two if needed. It's just always a fun event. I love being around 5Ks. Everyone's in a good mood. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. The amount of people that have come out and the repeat people that yeah. come in and participate in multiple events has just been really fun. That's, I think, my favorite part of it is being a part of it and seeing the same people coming back and being super excited to be there. And Andy, you really have to give yourself more credit because you are a huge asset I to drove us a golf cart. on our, at our race day. <laughs> Both of you. I mean, Bart led one of the races. You didn't screw up, right? No, he did not no, screw up. No, the other guy did. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was fun, but uh, it's great uh, working with working with our sponsors to make the events uh, happen, so. You know, there's uh, Melissa's husband, Josh, in the black. He's run every event uh, yes. in the past year. He Plus. has, kind of by default, but not really. It's it's now an obsession of his. It um, is, it is an obsession. Which, you know what, proud of him uh, as, a, as a college athlete, a high school athlete, you know, kind of changing gears and, and turning into a runner uh, more than sport. I, I guess ball and it's amazing. You know, it's, really, it's great. It, he's really enjoying it. That's a great photo right there. That's a great photo. How about our community? The places we have to uh, run these races. We are really lucky in the Jackson area to have so many different uh, venues that we can utilize for these events. You know, if you want to make them really hard and have some super challenging courses with hills up and down you know we have those within our park systems and it's amazing you know we have a couple races downtown and you know it, it's really a unique situation there are not very many communities out there that can say that they have you know different venues depending on what you pay what participant experience you want to provide it's really exciting that the uh, railroad bridge is under construction this year so i know there's going to be some adjustment in fact the uh, family service and children's aid that's going to be at a new location Yes, this so this year, because of the, the construction and the variability of, of safety, obviously that's our first and foremost, um, that is going to, oh, there's Easton, going to be changed. I was going to gonna say that looks like to, one of your kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be changed. So we're going to copy the, uh, we're going to use the Groundhog Gallop cool. course this year for, that, for, for this race. 
in February. And we're really working hard with Corey Mays and the DDA uh, at trying to make sure that the upcoming races that are downtown, ours that will be in September, can still take place downtown. So we're working really hard on that. And that's another great photo. How many people? So the, the Family Services and Children's AIDS race is up to 89 people already registered. Wow. So 89. And that's, that's April 30th. Yep, April 30th, 9 a.m. at Parkside Middle School. I looked at what the weather's going to be. And what is it? Well, it's a couple weeks out still. It's not fair. You can still look. Yeah, you can. Uh, high of 64. <laughs> oh, that's going to be so awesome. I can't wait. Yeah, you won't have to come in 75 layers as you did for the Groundhog Gallop. Man, that was cold. Oh. That was cold. But the people, I mean, look at those smiles. You know, you come up, you, it's that cold. You can see the icicles on that young lady's um, eyelashes. But... Super There's Josh in the back of the photo. Of you know, it's amazing. It's how amazing many... how he finds his way into everything. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> oh, there he is. <laughs> I saw uh, Bruce Inocencio the other oh. day. He's the founder of he, this uh, mm -hmm. FSCA race. Twenty. This is the twentieth annual is. one. It is, and they are such a great asset to the community. Um, and I've really, really looked to them for mentorship and guidance, and how they've how they've continued to put on these outstanding events. Um, and he's a great, outstanding person and really excited about this. The 20th, 20th race for the FFSCA. And, you know, all of the proceeds that they raise go back into the community to support the programming that happens at that entity, which is, it, that's huge. Very huge. He's very excited about this being Good. the 20th, so he wants to make it extra special. Ooh. But each year, you've made this series extra special. You've added all kinds of bells and whistles uh, what's new this year? So we're really trying to make that that participation participant experience elevated. And so the newest addition this year, on top of everything that we added last year, is that Fortress Coffee and Dunkin' Bone have really just they've donated their time as well as their product to come to all of the races this year, all of the races wow. this year. And you know, for the colder events, they're going to provide coffee. And this isn't just drip coffee there waiting for you to come and pour in a cup. I mean, he brews each each cup of coffee individually as you order it. Um, so, I mean, you're, you're getting high quality coffee. And then for, this, for the warmer events, he's doing protein shakes and smoothies. Oh, wow. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, one of the races that is back this year, Run Around the Park for Autism, yes. that's an exciting race. It is, and that'll be my first time working that race, you know, because we unfortunately didn't have it due to COVID and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to be a part of that race as well. I know Dave, um, Parham and Tina Beagle, she's helping out with that event this year as well. It have, you know, working hard at making sure that that, again, is a, a, uh, a really high quality event. Do you have time for a family vacation in there at all, Melissa? <laughs> so, you know my husband, and we are very fortunate to um, have the ability to live on what he would call vacation. Yeah. So, um, we do not have anything planned. We have a lot going on through ORS. Something else that we have, uh, just as an ORS thing, is that we're opening our 12th clinic here on May 9th. Wow, where? Yes, and so this is gonna be in the Lansing area, Frandor. Okay. It's called Red Cedar Complex. So that will be our fourth location in the Lansing area. So that's May 9th, and we're really excited about that. Paige Ellsworth will be our facility manager for that, and um, she's really excited, and we're really excited about that, so. We appreciate uh, the partnership that we have with oh. ORS. Uh, all these, well, I think 20 years we've worked together. Yes. We appreciate it. And uh, thanks to RRS for uh, making sure that our community gets in the pictures. Our photo gallery wow. sponsored by ORS at JTV.TV. There are hundreds of thousands of photos online at JTV.TV of uh, sporting events, high school sports, 
community activities, all the ORS runs, all on JTV.TV. And thanks to our uh, great team of uh, photographers headed up by Jeff Steers for uh, making sure that we don't miss anything. And thanks to you. Uh, for helping to bring that to the community. Absolutely. I'm telling you, the pictures are my favorite after, because, you know, being a part of the event, you don't really get to yeah. see all of it. <laughs> and that's the first thing I do, is jump on that photo gallery to just look through all of the photos. And it's so much fun. Your, your photographers do a great job of really capturing the essence of the day, which is really, really a great thing. So thank you. Yeah. It's thank you. I yeah. echo that. It, yep. it's, it really is. It's, this mm -hmm. is the, it's the history of our community being captured and preserved. For sure. mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's, this is it. Yeah, we're, uh, we're happy to be a part of that. Looking forward to uh, seeing you at a lot of these races yeah, this year. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Do you, do you ever run? I, you know, I haven't mastered how to be able to put on the event. I shouldn't say I don't put on the event. To support the event and participate myself, so I just run vicariously through my husband. So his times are actually because of me. You know, it's not him actually running the I event. It's that. me behind it. That know, I believe. Telling him to go, go, go. And I think it's uh, really become so much more of a family event because yes. you've, you've experienced it as a family <laughs> Your kids are involved. They do the kids' runs. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think you've got, you know, a special uh, focus on making sure the whole family gets, gets a good time at these events. I think that's one of our main focuses, right, is, is community engagement and making sure that there's something for everyone. You know, not all race series offer that where kids and anybody from, you know, your age, age continuum as well as fitness continuum have an opportunity to participate. So I think that's another thing that makes us special. Thanks for uh, being with us today, and thanks for making the ORS series great. We appreciate it. We're looking Thank forward you. to uh, a wonderful spring and summer, and sign up for the ORS race series. Melissa Bergat from Orthopedic Rehab Specialist. We'll be right back after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. It's now time for a visit with Experience Jackson. And this week we're at Jack 60. Today we're at Jack 60 on a visit with Experience Jackson and from Experience Jackson I have Rachel Buchanan and from Jack 60 General Manager Josh Solomon and Josh when I walk into this place it, it brings back old childhood memories but what you guys have done with the place wants, wants me to make new memories here it's awesome. That's, uh, that's exactly what we're here for. We're here to create memories for everybody. Um, that's my goal is that everybody leaves here and remembers this place in a different way, but in a good way. And uh, with the families here in Jackson and the community being so strong, I want the community to have a place to gather and enjoy time and create those memories so that kids eventually will come in like you and come find me and go, hey, I remember back when. That's the whole goal. And a lot has changed since Remember Back When. Talk a little bit about the place now, what you guys have done, and, and what you're uh, planning to continue to do. So the one thing we wanted to do was we wanted to bring fun back to Jackson. So we gave the place a facelift at first. New paint, new carpet. Um, new masking units, uh, the pictures on the masking units are amazing. I'm sure these guys got some rolls of that. But um, 
the goal was to brighten the place up. We needed new lighting, new scoring system, new TVs, some new advertising, and just some new things to create a better ambiance. Um, that was first goal. Then what we did was we took care of the bowlers. Jackson has a huge bowling history, and we decided to take care of them. We put in new lane surface and new approaches, uh, and then we decided we were going to move on to the arcade, and we brought in 35 brand new state-of-the-art arcade games and redid that area in there with a new embed card system. Uh, that's actually phase one of the new phase one uh, that we're starting here this summer is the arcade's going to be moving. So we're going to have uh, a new arcade ready to go. Looking at April 15th as install date, we should have it ready to go by the next weekend. She's going to be really exciting. We're adding about 35 new games for everybody to come out and try. It's going to be fun. That's awesome. And uh, Rachel, you're familiar with the arcade. Uh, yeah. Your boys happen to, uh, to have a love for this arcade here. Yes, they do. And they spend, for sure. Um, there is the most giant claw machine I've ever seen back there. And of course, the giant claw machine has giant prizes. So there's giant bouncy balls that uh, they have brought home. It has become the star of our house, and um, you guys have definitely made an impact on them and on our family, too. So we're seeing the fun. We're excited about what's to come. Rachel, when, when you're walking in here, you get, get your wheels turning on, on how many fun events or parties you could have here. Um, talk about some of those ideas and, and you know what businesses and, and Jack in the community at whole can can use the place for. Sure. So you see the bowling. That's the obvious when you walk in. You Josh, you're talking about some of the upgrades and things you're going to be doing. Um, think about how you can use bowling too. It's not just a Friday night date. Um, idea. It's an opportunity maybe for a team building event. I know you guys do a lot of like fundraiser type stuff here. You have so many connections with so many of the universities, um, colleges coming through and everything. Um, think about how you could use this space for a gathering, a party. Um, it could be a really great opportunity and a lot of fun too. Uh, you mentioned the uh, the school bowling, high school and college bowling, and it's really just taken off in the last uh, 10 years really, but you know, it was it was on the scene a little before that. We're here every week taking photos of area bowlers. We have an unbelievable bowling community. People talk a lot about our golf community. This bowling community is, uh, is special in itself. Uh, absolutely. Um, the bowling community, in, and I would tell you that a lot of the bowlers are the golf community as well, but our bowling community here is second to none. Uh, these bowlers are amazingly supportive of what we do and our vision for the future. Uh, we had the PBA out here in February, and they came out in droves. I actually had one of the guys who was on tour pull me aside and say that this was the best pro-am he's been to ever. This guy is a guy with four major titles. He's Hall of Fame eligible, uh, and he's a young kid. But he said it's the best program he's been to, the largest. Uh, it was awesome for us to have that, and the support of the bowling community here in Jackson is, is great. And our high school bowlers, yes, our programs are, I like to brag, I, I think, you know, I'm like a mom or dad, but they're second to none. Um, Grass Lakes Bowling Program is one of the most storied, along with the Vandercook Lakes. Northwest High School boys have been amazing for a lot of years, and the girls. Um, we've just got some really talented bowlers, some talented bowling families, and it, it's, it's historic to Jackson, it really is. Um, let me ask your advice on on getting into bowling. I, I've talked to a lot of parents and in, in their high school uh, high school age kids. They just tried it really for the first time their freshman year. Um, you don't have to wait that long to try the sport out. No, we can get your kids started as young as four, five, six years old. Some of them come in even younger than that. Our youth programs are are growing again, and it's a really unique format that we do for our youth programs. We do have the young little ones that bowl with bumpers that still uh, bowl in a team format, you know, trios or doubles, and then we. Have have what we call the youth challenge uh, ran by a guy named Tracy Jar here in house and it's uh, basically a Saturday tournament every Saturday for these kids to come out and earn points to special mid-season prizes end of the year prizes pizza parties things like that 
and then we have our YMC, which is all the high school age kids, which is which is a little what we call in the bowling community a sweeper that is every Saturday morning. No prize money, no nothing. It's all for pride. But they come out here and they they throw the ball and beat up on each other, and it's a it's an awesome time. It sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, Rachel, Josh talked about the uh, PBA that was in town. Huge event. Talk about uh, you know having that event and what that does for Jackson. Well, I can tell you that the hotels were filled, right. and we love that because we want the impression, and we do have the impression that our city is becoming bigger and bigger, better and better, and the fact that the hotels are filling up with things like that is incredible. So uh, it's an opportunity to think about, you know, if you're coming into town, uh, how you can utilize a space like this and, you know, take advantage of it. It's pretty awesome. And it's a great place, you know, in town too. You know, you're thinking summer baseball, you got five hours in between a game. Come eat with the team, have here, Absolutely. have a little uh, off the field moment. And uh, there's just so many things you can do. Um, what's your favorite part about managing Jack 60? It's the people. Um, you know, there's a lot that goes into running a business, and especially one this large that's open and busy as it is during the like winter months where everybody has nowhere else to go. And uh, the community's been amazing just being out here and helping us get back. We all know that 2020 wasn't the greatest for a lot of businesses. We have rebounded. The bowling community has helped us in that respect. And the community of Jackson in general, uh, just I enjoy talking to people. My wife always tells me, she's like, I don't know that you love bowling as much as you love people. And I was like, eh, I don't know. She's like, no, I really think you like the people better now. And I do. I love I love hearing the stories. I love meeting new friends. I love making new memories with new people in here. And it's just, it's, a, it's fun for me every time I get to do something like this to let everybody know what we're doing so I can get those new faces in here and get to know them. Yeah, it's, it's very cool. Um, what would you tell people who haven't been here in, say, 10, 20 years? They've they've driven by. They, they know you're here. They know there's been changes. What are they going to see that's different? So bowling is different. Obviously, the aesthetics have changed, but the scoring systems and the lanes have, have come a long way as far as technology goes. And one thing that we get asked a lot about is bumpers. Now, we don't do bumpers for anybody over the age of eight years old just because they are made of plastic and they can be very fragile. So if a big kid throws a ball that's too heavy, it could, yeah. it could break the equipment. However, those bumpers go up and down. And when they're working right, you can have your entire family on one lane. You don't need a lane with bumpers and a lane with adults. Okay. Your kids can bowl with you because the bumpers will go up and down for everybody's turn. Um, so it's really nice. And then what that allows us to do is, rather than have to put you know three adults on one lane and two kids on another lane, I can put all five on one lane for a couple of hours. And then I have another lane for another family to come in here, which gives everybody the chance to come out and play. That's very cool. Um, I would probably try and leave the bumper up if you weren't looking, but you know. Andy, I've seen your golf swing, you can bowl. I, I don't know. I, I haven't, you know, I haven't in a while, but I'm really, really looking forward to, to getting out. What if I told you, what if I told you that here at Jack 60, we could even make you into a bowler, not just the kids. It doesn't, you can start them earlier, but it doesn't mean you can't start later either. And what if I told you that that could happen here? I'd like to roll a 200 game. Okay. So now I got to plug something else inside Jack 60. <laughs> we also have one of the best coaches in the Midwest, if not the country, Andy Schneebelt. And if you guys can get a video shot of him way down there, um, he's actually giving a lesson right now. Andy coaches anywhere from the PBA tour all the way down to the youngest of kids. He is an amazingly phenomenal coach. He has an understanding for the game and he is second to none in the pro shop. He can get you in a ball that fits your hand and teach you how to bowl 200, maybe not 300, but definitely 200 in under a year. That's unbelievable. Rachel, you could join me in that. We could both try and roll some 200s. I'd say it's on. Hey, sure, let's a, do it. a great place. Uh, looking forward to uh, hanging out a lot here more and uh, thanks for being with us today. Thank you, Josh. You're welcome. This is a visit with Experience Jackson at Jack 60.
Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. The NBA play-in tournament was again last night, and we had a, uh, another small mishap. Oh, no one tried there. gluing themselves to the floor, but Miles Bridges, you know. What did he do? Well, he threw his mouthpiece at that guy in the yellow <laughs> shirt. But he, <laughs> look at that guy. ATL's finest. And he missed, and he hit that girl in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, it was a good shot. He, I think he came back and apologized to the girl, but, um, you know, I, I, I'm a Michigan fan. Yes, Miles uh, attended Michigan State. I, I think Miles was completely in the right here. Um, <laughs> go ahead, throw stuff Go ahead, throw it at him, yeah. you know. The guy's leaning over the fence. He could have thought that he was going to grab, grab Miles. So uh, that's the excitement from the playing games, that mm. and the uh, lady gluing herself to the floor. So. Hey, uh, new world's record. Guinness uh, has determined the world's tallest family is a family in Econ, Minnesota. Meet the Bridges oh, boy. family. The Trap family, rather. The Trap family. Scott, Chrissy, Savannah, Molly, and Adam. Uh, they have an average height of 6 feet 8.03 inches. And one of the girls is uh, hoping to get the world's largest hands on a human uh, world record. I'm not sure which girl, but mm. man, they are. Oh, they're tall. They're. Uh, you think they'd have vaulted ceilings? You think in their house? Maybe they should look for a new house. That's wow. Yeah. yeah. Look at they've posed for uh, mm -hmm. photos. Yeah. Cool. How tall are they? Six eight average. How tall is the tallest one? Uh, mm, don't have that. Mm. We'll have to look. Six it eight up. tall for a group of mm. five. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Monday morning, join Jennifer and I. We will have Zoe Lyons from the MDHHS and Dan, Par Dan Macknick from Willison Macknick Financial Services. We have a great show Monday. Later today on your show, Bart, you'll have John Willis, City of Jackson Chief Equity Officer, and he's filed candidacy for County Commissioner. Teresa Smith from Region 2, Deb Benschneider from Westside Furniture and Dave D. Baker with Entertainment News. That's all for today. Goodbye. Having found an interest in wine, I quickly discovered that uh, there wasn't 